Hello everyone, welcome to the Spacemen from Pluto podcast. Um, we are joined here today for the first podcast ever uh, by Christian. Hello. Uh, by Ben. Hello everyone. And by James. Hello. And of course me as well, Dan. Uh, we are the Spacemen from Pluto. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> we're going to be talking about films really, aren't we guys? I think that's the general idea it's of what, what we're all doing it's here. Yeah, being... yeah, we thought there's a, there's a massive gap yeah. in the market for four white guys talking about films. Yeah. So let's fill that gap. Yeah. Of course, yeah. And here we are to save the day. So first off, I think, nice and simple, we're just going to have a quick discussion about oh, what nice. we've been watching nice this week, aren't we? So way. I'll throw to you first, Christian. Because I believe you've been watching something. Uh, I have. Partially um, se- yeah. You're being coy. Partially secret. Yeah. Being very secretive about it. Yeah. Um, there's there's a reason, you know. Because um, this is this is you know, this is big news, you know. Uh, we all we all work at a cinema. We've all seen the posters. Some of us might have seen the trailers, but it recently uh, ended up as a Netflix original. So I watched. The third SpongeBob. Oh, <laughs> oh is this is this Sponge Out of Water? <laughs> uh, no, Sponge Out of Water is the second one. Sponge on the oh Run. What's the this one? What a trilogy! I, we've gone straight in there. We, yeah. We've gone straight in there with the credible <laughs> film yeah. Yeah. analysis. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the SpongeBob movie. Uh, I was incredibly <laughs> bored. Oh, no. that's disappointing. Oh. As you could probably tell. Uh, no, no, no. Really? Like, I, I was incredibly bored, so I decided to watch the Oh, oh, that was... oh, you implied bored. Uh... Um, no, no, no. Uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, no, the actual film yeah. uh, was, well, number one, <laughs> the animation took a while to get used to. It. It's kind of upsetting. Oh, dear. Why? Is it, was it not the traditional SpongeBob animation? Um, no, no. It's like part 3D animation. Um, they they tried it a couple of years with like Scooby Doo films where they made them that weird mishmash of 3D rendering with cartoon drawing, and it looks very unusual. Um, and another initial sour point was the writing seemed weird. It was written by someone who clearly didn't write SpongeBob normally. Uh, you know. Nostalgia. I hold a lot of SpongeBob quotes and sort of mannerisms in my head, and I was watching it and I was like, something, something just seems a little bit off. It's like diet SpongeBob. Yeah, I was like, this is this is like SpongeBob, but for someone who's never seen SpongeBob. Right. What? Okay. So the the film got into it, and I started to enjoy it a bit more because it just has like it has utterly bizarre pacing, like. Nothing feels paced properly. It's you know it goes zero to a hundred, back to zero, then to a hundred again. Then, like nothing is in any sort of usual film order. Uh, there's not even a climax in the film. It just it just happens and everything What's ends. What's this one about? Like, I can I, I can only think of the Antonio <laughs> uh, Banderas one, but that's not this one, is it? Th- this one leans back towards the sort of original SpongeBob movie that we all sort of remember. You know, Hasselhoff showing up, all of the musical sequences. Um, so basically, the story is Plankton once again trying to steal the uh, 
Krabby Patty formula. Classic. As per usual. Um, but realises that it's not Mr. Krabs that's his problem, it's Spongebob. So he devises a plan to get rid of Spongebob. Uh, basically, it revolves around King Neptune again. Uh, oh no, sorry, it's Poseidon this time. Who is basically no, King totally Neptune. Original, right? Something completely new that we've never seen before. Uh, but he doesn't have a beard <laughs> this time, and he has long hair. Uh, oh, and he's played by Matt Berry. What? Oh my um, god! <laughs> he opened his mouth, and I was like, "That's that's Matt Berry. That's that's Douglas Renham from the <laughs> IT crowd in a SpongeBob movie." Oh my god! I'm um, so weird. So that was that was a bizarre introduction sequence to that character. But basically, he his entire plot arc is he uses snail slime to keep himself looking young, and he freaks out over one tiny crow's foot wrinkle. Uh, and he's dried up all of the snails in the area, so he needs a new snail. So Plankton steals Gary and gives him to King to Poseidon. And SpongeBob has to go to uh, the lost city of Atlantic City <laughs> to uh, get Gary back <laughs> uh, with the help of uh, the Sage, who is a tumbleweed with Keanu Reeves' head in. Amazing. What? Okay. Can I admit? Can I admit something? Yeah, oh yeah. My God, has Danny seen this film as well? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> actually, the exact opposite. I've I've never seen a sp- an episode of SpongeBob in my life, oh my or God. watched any oh of the films. I don't wow. care about SpongeBob <laughs> <laughs> because I'm an adult. No, I mean, I'm sorry. Oh! I've gone too far. I've gone too far. I've gone too far. I'm oh, sorry. I take you back. I take you back. Nasty. <laughs> no, no. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. No, but like I, 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 I think I missed the boat with SpongeBob yeah. because um, a little nautical pun. Say a little bit, little bit older than you guys <laughs> yeah yeah that's it yeah <laughs> totally intentional um but um yeah from what i'm getting though spongebob's kind of had it had its day and it's it's come back in this obscure kind of not very well written yeah, new well form unfortunately last year the spongebob creator and showrunner passed away oh i remember hearing and about that since actually. yeah uh since the creative rights have fallen to Nickelodeon themselves, ah, I see. and the executives seem to have gone a little bit wild, and apparently they're planning like two spin-off shows and a bunch of other weird SpongeBob add-ons that don't need to be there. I see. And it's like, uh, this film kind of shows it. Um, I, I mean, I, I am gonna sort of spoil it for you. Uh, Snoop Dogg shows up, <laughs> oh, as himself. Incredible. Uh, and does a full rap partway through. Uh, the soundtrack is done by Weezer. What is because you know kids yeah, love Weezer. <laughs> Beverly Hills. They did a lot of kids <laughs> stuff at the moment. They did the sound, didn't they? Do a song in Frozen Two as well. They did yeah. 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 So, yes. They did. They did a cover. <laughs> hmm. yeah. well, SpongeBob. Interesting. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, Danny Trejo turns up as well. Oh, Machete. <laughs> Worth yeah. It. Worth so, watching then, isn't it? It uh, honestly, I can't explain to you how unusual that film was, and the reason that I haven't rated it yet, and you don't know that I've watched it, is because I couldn't figure out what to give it. I couldn't figure <laughs> out whether I enjoyed it or not. Is it a long film? It can't be long. It's, it sounds like real art. Uh, no, it's it's like an hour and twenty, an hour and a half, yeah. maybe. Right. Cool. SpongeBob. Very strange. But, yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you're SpongeBob. Though. I'm, you know. <laughs> well, the mystery is solved. 
Let's move on to James anyway, because we want to find out what he's been watching. Oh, see, I, however, I've been watching something much more adult, much more mature, and aimed far more, you know, grown-ups. Uh, I finally got around to finishing Star Wars Rebels. Finally finished that <laughs> one off. For the love of God, I quit. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh, mate, we're children. We're all children. Hey, it's your own podcast. I'll, 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 bring, I'll bring it back up. I'll bring it back up, Danny. Don't worry about it. Uh, really, yeah, it's so, basically, sure? I've, I've, been, I've been slogging my way through... Rebels for a while because it it's okay like it's not bad by any means but it it didn't grip me the same way that other Star Wars stuff has it didn't grip me the same way that Clone Wars did, um, but you know it's got some nice mythology in there it's got some nice connections to the wider universe and then particularly now with the Mandalorian season two coming out there's a lot of characters that have been in Rebels rocking up in the Mandalorian so I, I wanted to just finish Rebels so that I don't get any spoilers for it through Mandalorian and you know what. As a show as a whole, it, it's all right. It's fine. The The finale is pretty good. It, it does the whole classic of like, this is one final last stand. So we're getting all the characters through all the seasons that you've ever known and loved. Like they all rock up for one final fight. And uh, yeah, it's okay. Like there's a few issues I've got with the finale. Just stuff that I don't know if it particularly makes sense. It feels like it, it happens because the writers need it to happen rather than it happens because it's what would happen in that world. But yeah, it's pretty good. It's a nice little round off. They they do some stuff in the last season that I didn't expect, but I liked. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like this is the problem. Like I wish I could come in being like either it was awful because of all these reasons, or it's great because of these. But it the whole show is just is just a bit. It's all right. Mm-hmm. It's a bit flat mm-hmm. and it's fine. There's not a lot to say. It's gen. Is it generally seen that the Clone Wars is is a better is a better series to kind it's of like if you wanted to go superior, into that? Yeah, I'd uh, right, say, yeah. Vastly superior, you'd yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. I'd mm. say so. Yeah, interesting. Uh, my my my, under, my understanding is the Clone Wars sort of started as kid friendly and then started to cater to the older adult audience. A little bit yeah. further on in the I show. See, right. um, Rebels is Rebels kind of has a simpler art style and is a lot more. It's is is more sort of aimed at like early teens, maybe sort of older kids, and then they've just started a new one called Star Wars Resistance. Uh, and from the trailer for that, that looks like it's very much aimed at young mm. children yeah. getting them into Star Wars. This is the thing I noticed with Rebels. It's like, because it's aimed at kids, and now the Rebels are fighting the Empire, and the Empire are people, they're not just robots, they very rarely, like, straight-up cut anyone with a lightsaber. They very rare. It's always deflecting and, like, force-pushing, and, like, they knock people out, but they rarely straight-up kill anyone, which is... So it's just once you notice that, you're like, yeah, this is aimed at... Children, not me. So maybe, maybe <laughs> right. that's just it. Maybe it's just a thing of like the show wasn't for me. But well, the thing is, I would that argue it, a lot of Star Wars content has that kid's aim, but everyone can enjoy it. It does, yeah, it does. But one thing that like because I think uh, moving on to what I've been watching, <laughs> uh, I think uh, because I was going to mention the Mandalorian, and I, and I have been watching the Mandalorian as we all have been watching the Mandalorian, I suspect. And yeah, I really get the impression that if you have watched the Clone Wars and Rebels to some extent that there's a, a lot more um, I don't know, satisfaction from certain characters and scenes and things because obviously I think we can spoil this I imagine everyone who's listening to this has seen The Mandalorian uh, a character from uh, the Clone Wars who's pretty a pretty big deal has has now appeared in The Mandalorian right and and I find that really interesting that they're starting to basically embrace the Clone Wars and bring 
those characters from you might say it's made made more with children in mind but as you've said towards the end it's more for adults and now they've obviously kind of embraced that idea and they're bringing those characters on board but um yeah so i've been watching the the mandalorian uh are we liking it so far are we enjoying it i think it's really good yeah it's it's just it's just Um, solid tv I think it's fine. I think it's kind. Of, I think it's fine. I think it's a bit kind of like not very dense. It's kind of like you know, little we'll do a little bit of this kind of slow twenty minutes. You know, little small little pieces of this moving to that, and it's like at times it's scary of being a bit of like a Star Wars fan film. That first episode, while enjoyable, it's kind of like oh we'll do this, then we'll throw that in, and we'll do this, then we're gonna chuck in Boba Fett and all that and that. It's like okay, just like chill out a bit. But yeah, it's good. It's good fun, and it's like I I enjoy incorporating the characters from other shows, even though it's a tiny bit. It's a it's a bit of a ba- they've got to find a little balance, haven't they? Of like incorporating, yeah. you know, for people who have never seen any of it, it can't just they can't just abandon those fans. They've got to try and reintroduce those characters again for newcomers. But then it's also fun because yeah, for people like us who've seen the shows. You know, we get the full richness, and you feel like all those eight, those hours watching the Clone Wars has been worth it because hmm. then you, you see them now. It feels like it wasn't a total waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. for James watching Rebels, it's not. It wasn't a total waste of time because people yeah. like it's been worth it now. Uh, other characters, like you think the show up. itself would make it worth its time, but no, no, it's it's just preparation for a different show. <laughs> yeah, kind of, it almost <laughs> seems like yeah. That, that's that, that's all Star Wars is. It's you know, it's it's. You watch one thing to prepare for the next. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Enough about the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Listen, I know that 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 was rambling there, <laughs> uh, but you know. Let's talk about film. I watched a film. What film did you watch, Benjamin? <laughs> I watched a film that won Oscars. That maybe it should not have won Oscars because <laughs> it was kind of just okay. <laughs> I watched a film called As Good As It Gets. Well, let's hope it's not as good as it then, gets. I watched that the other day as well. <laughs> no! Are we living together? What's going on? <laughs> because it's just, it's just gone on to Netflix, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's why I watched uh, it. Yeah. What did you think? Go on, take it well, away. Well, I, I, for background, I quickly I watched it because it's the film that Nicholson, Jack Nicholson won his third Oscar for. And at the time, until I think Day Lewis equaled it recently in the last few years, so he was like the highest winning the most Oscar wins for an actor, male actor. And so I watched it and I thought, great, it's got Nicholson, the poster. I don't know about anyone's thought about this, uh, throughout your whole childhood, posters in DVD shops that you've seen your, your entire life that you've never seen them. This is one of them, because it's Nicholson holding the dog like this. That's going to look inappropriate. And uh, he's holding the dog. And I thought, oh yeah, Nicholson, Oscars, a dog. I'll watch it. Greg Kinnear, great. Uh, so James and Christian... It's like about a slice of life about people, a bit of a rom-com. Traditionally, they're about 90 minutes. Yeah. Okay? This was two and a half hours. I don't know about you, Danny. I got to the two-hour mark, and I was like, okay. That's kind of... Yeah. I've kind of had enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought it was fine. Danny, yeah. Dan, I thought it was absolutely fine. I don't know why both Nicholson and I think Helen Hunt is the female lead won right. their Oscars for uh, male lead and uh, female lead. I don't quite know why. I think it's a bit more political that like Nich- he just they gave Nicholson the third one to give him a third one, 
and it was like the end of his run because he was in his 60s I think at this point do, do you, uh, I thought it was fine yeah. do, do you Go know on, what Christian. other films it went up again yeah it might just be a weak year I don't know, but he was a strong category. He's up against like Peter Fonda, Dustin Hoffman, Duval. So he had strong contenders. And they yeah. were all his mates as well. I watched his speech. They were like, oh, yeah, we're all mates. Fonda's my old biking buddy. And I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're all I mean, patting each other on the back, aren't you? So... <laughs> I mean, I thought it was. I thought it was okay as well. Like, uh, I yeah. went into it with. I don't know why I watched it. I just saw it and thought, it's there. I'll watch it. You know, I'm not doing anything else at the moment. Why don't I just watch this obscure rom com? Well, it wasn't obscure, obviously, <laughs> but to me, it's relatively obscure. I just thought, yeah, I'll give it a watch. Jack Nicholson. You know, you can't really go wrong with him. But yeah. like, I don't know. It's. A, it was a bit. It was definitely dated in some ways, isn't it? Wouldn't you agree? I mean. Oh, he'd agree Traffic if he wasn't bet. frozen. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> 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 like, it's true. He looks really happy, though. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, I thought he was just... 3, 2, back in the room. I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened there. I've had, I just had a meltdown. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out it wasn't actually frozen at all. It Danny, was just him. Uh, uh, Danny was talking when I thought it was real. And I was like, oh, what's going <laughs> on? <laughs> I'll do it again. I'll do it again. No, no, it's fine. So sorry. It's fine. You can leave that in. No, it would just, just be a weird little blip. It's a mid, mid-podcast mid bleep, Danny. We keep going. Yeah, we keep going. It's, it's okay, live television. It's live television. I don't know what you're on about, Danny. We don't cut anything out of this. <laughs> it's it's all a exactly clip. as the audience oh, sees it. That's exactly yeah. how it happens. Exactly. Do they even imply anything anything different no. to that? I mean, oh, oh God. That, he's gone again. He's, he's oh, gone for again. God's sake, Ben. We don't cut anything. It's fine. Am I back? Yeah. I'm sorry. Are, yeah, are you there? Are you there? Yeah, you're, you're back. I'll just, all right, I'll, I'll try and keep going. I thought, Danny, the film was about from the poster. So Jack Nicholson, the film, guys, he's like a total arse. I think he might, he definitely has some like like ADHD or some undiagnosed. No, he, has, he has OCD, doesn't OCD, he? But it's, the fi- yeah. it's the film version of OCD yeah. where yeah. he has to not he step just, on cracks yeah. in the pavement and he's very clean and all that And he that just like gets over it. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, he um, starts taking pills, doesn't he? Because oh, um, because that's what because he loves her because he likes the girl. Yeah. He's, oh. he, the compliment that he uh, he pays Helen Hunt. She asks him for a compliment, yes. and he t- and he discusses that like for all these many many years he's had this like affliction, uh, and it's he referred to as OCD, and he's never liked pills because he's just not that kind of guy, but. Helen Hunt is just so beautiful and majestic that he, he's going to start taking pills for her. So it's kind of a little bit strange in that way. And also, right. and also, so from, Jack yeah, Nicholson cool. is like uh, at least 25 years older than Helen Hunt in this 30, film. 30, I checked. He's like 30 years oh. older than her. Oh. And it's like, um, yeah. it's just a bit strange. Like, Jack Nicholson is also like, he's the character as he is scripted. Uh, he's an arse. Pl- he's an arse, yeah. <laughs> it, would, it would not play well Jack today Prickleson. at all. Jack Nicholson. Because like, I, I, it... I thought the film was going to be about Jack Nicholson stops being a bad person because he he hangs out with a dog and it's the dog <laughs> that makes him better. And I was really into that idea. And at the same time, the owner of the dog is Greg Kinnear, who was, he was in the film, is gay. And I thought he'd be more accepting of gay people as well because he's not really in the film. I thought that was the plot, and that was quite original and quite new. And I was like, "Oh, I've not seen Jack Nicholson become better because of a dog." That's very relatable because dogs are great. And it's just this generic rom com in the end, anyway. Would you say that he's Jack Nicholson of a bitch? 
that's not that was not worth me. <laughs> right, right. Um, that's, that's the discussion ended. Yeah, I was well going to say that's, that's not worth that's it. All well discussion. Let's move on. Every discussion. You are welcome. Ah. Kid, right. Go into the. Let's go into the. <laughs> yeah, let's let's put that let's put that behind us uh, quickly as we can and move on to the <laughs> the next section of the podcast. Um, so basically, uh, this section we're going to be discussing every week something slightly different that's based around a bit of a theme. Um, so this week, because we're in our, we're in, I'm sure many of you will have noticed this, we are in our second lockdown now. So we kind of came up with the idea that you can do a lot with one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Christian, Christian, yes. So I'm sorry to break it to you. Don't tell Christian. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, we, we came up with the, we don't go outside anyway. We, we, we had no idea what was going on. Lockdown. Oh. So the the theory that we have is that you can do a lot with one day, especially at the moment. Um, So we have centred our theme around this theory. And so we're going to have a discussion about our favourite films that take place over the course of one day. Um, So let's see what what we've all got. Who would like to go first? Who would like to discuss this first? I think you should go first, mate. You're the host. Come on, host. Take away. Bring us in. Take us away. Take the lead. Well, okay. <laughs> well, I am insisting. So, the first film. <laughs> okay, Ben. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I, I get it. Okay. <laughs> right. So, the first film that sprang to mind. It's a film that I've only relatively recently actually watched, and I very much enjoyed it because it's regarded as a bit of a classic, and it's a blip, one of those blips in my film knowledge that should be filled in, and so I decided to fill it in recently, and that film is Training Day. Ah. Oh. Which, as you nice. as you can probably guess by the title, takes place over the course of one day, which is a training day. <laughs> but it's not quite a training day. Have any of you guys seen it? Yeah. Uh, hey, unfortunately, yes. yeah. It is. It is one of the ones that I have yet to see. I was about to say, I'm, I'm oh. sure this will shock you all. I have not seen this film. What? If you've seen all of Rick and Morty, you've seen some of Training Day. Cause ah, a, sweet. Sweet. There's the episode on the Rick Citadel where you follow the Ricks and Mortys. There's a that's Training Day. Right. One of the, the cops, uh, the two Rick and Morty cops. That's Training Day. Yeah. So I'm give not sure how much I should give away because I recommend it to you guys films. and I recommend it to anyone listening in. <laughs> ben, I think you froze again, mate. So, oh so no! I'm not sure we heard what you said. It's all right. It's all right. Oh, <laughs> I had a whole. I did a whole thing about Rick and Morty. Oh wow. It's fine. Like it'll be on your end. Oh. We just couldn't hear it. It was. It was. It just creates you. more work, for James. Oh, for oh, God's sorry, sake! Ben. I'm not saying it again. Make it work. <laughs> I think because I'll hear it in the edit. It's fine. Oh, James will work his edited magic and make you look funny and so sorry, likable. It was a good. I put jokes. We'll, in. we'll, we'll add a laugh a track. We'll add a laugh track. Threw in a joke. <laughs> I made it. I re, I made the film relatable to Christian and James. It was a brilliant segue. God's sake! Oh well. Sorry, Ben. I don't know. I'm apologising. Not my fault. Sort your internet out. It's all right, Ben. Um, but yeah, what was I saying? I don't necessarily think I should spoil it. Yeah, massively for you guys because um, I would recommend this film to you guys and to anyone else watching because it was a cracking movie. Um, <laughs> basically, I'll give a, a quick, a very, a very vague synopsis. So, Ethan Hawke uh, plays the 
rookie cop. Well, he's not actually a rookie at this point. I think he's actually fairly experienced, but in comparison to what he's going into on this training day, he is fairly inexperienced. Um, it's basically Ethan Hawke and Denzel Washington um, basically showing Ethan Hawke the ropes of this um, really shady kind of dr- undercover um, kind of drugs police uh, division. Right. Um, and okay. so Ethan Hawke's kind of quite, he does have things by the book. He's quite, you know, he's a good guy. He doesn't, he's not corrupt. He hates police <laughs> corruption. Um, and he wants to do everything properly. Whereas Denzel Washington, his character is basically the complete opposite Total of that. Opposite, and yeah. Du- yeah, and during the course of, uh, of this film, uh, over the course of the day that takes place in this film, you get, you, you go more and more into this dark world of, uh, it's, it's called detective Alonzo and you find out just how corrupt he is and how shady he is. And um, and that's you know that's all I'm going to say about it for now, because saying anything else would probably spoil it. But I was uh, I really enjoyed it. It really is a classic of um, of 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 that era of cinema. I think it was like I have a feeling it was just just towards the end of the nineties. It might have been two thousand two thousand one that it was made actually. Um, So it's kind of got that nineties vibe about it. You'd like it, James, because every single scene is just plot driven and and it's <laughs> nice. kind of it's, Snappy, it's got get a to the point. No exactly, wasting time. Yeah. I love it. It's got a great pace to it. Okay. And, I uh, like it as well, James, because it's written by David Ayer, who made your favourite yeah. film, yeah. Suicide Squad. Yeah, man, I love it. It's <laughs> everybody's favourite. That came together so well and didn't yeah. feel like a mishmash of a load of crap at all. So it's David Ayer <laughs> as well. Yeah. I'll definitely give that. How much does the whole like being set in one day, like? How how necessary is it? Like how how big a factor does it actually play? It's not. I mean, it's not a huge factor. You could definitely script this movie so that it took took place over a longer period of time. But I think the whole. I'd say it's pretty. It is, it's the whole point. Yeah. Is Denzel Washington Denzel Washington showing Ethan Hawke around for the day. It's one it's day, and also that what it's like a really intense day. Like it's this intense kind of experience that's kind of unbroken by like the night and the passing of a day to another day and like it's just one intense period of time where a lot of stuff happens um and yeah the whole plot works within that kind of structure as well um, it probably is much better for it for that fact yeah Um, i think he got denzel the oscar i think i think i think he did win the oscar for it yeah the detective alonso is a you know great character just completely psychopathic famous quotes there's that training days got uh, famous because it's since become like gifs so you probably you might right. know the gif but i can't say it oh, okay. <laughs> no, okay. Right, okay okay no no i only, I only asked how you much uh, no, I of can't. a like no. factor the whole <laughs> set in one day is is because the film that i've picked i've picked um panic room by david fincher oh, because obviously no. the fact that it's all set over the course of technically 24 hours not quite a full day is very important to the whole drama and suspense of it because long story short there's um, a mum and daughter move into a new house that has a panic room in it burglars break in in the night so they rush lock themselves in the panic room burglars want what's in the panic room so there's a stalemate of they don't want to come out because the burglars will get them but the burglars aren't leaving until they get in and then it's this whole 
drama of that like it's the typical the long night kind of thing and it all takes place then so yeah my film i i really enjoy that film there's a lot i like david fincher i think he's a really good director he's got some really nice creative stuff in there the tension's really good i think there's a really good cast like i think jared leto and um forrest Whitaker. suicide squad zone jared leto <laughs> this is the only film I'm going to allow Jared Lowe with. <laughs> it's the only one that gets a pass because I think he works well as he's the scumbag who doesn't care at all. Whereas Forrest Whitaker has this nice and sort of fatherly quality to him. And I think they work well together. Yeah. I, just... I, I was going to say, I, I'd argue a point for Jared Leto being Fight Club, but I don't know whether you've seen American Psycho as well. Fight Club. I, just, I didn't Fight say Club. anything. I haven't seen American Psycho. Oh yeah, an American oh, yeah. Psycho. American. Yeah. I haven't seen Psycho, Dallas Buyers Club either. That he won. That he also won the Oscar for. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, yeah. It it makes me sad that Jared Leto is an Oscar winning. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I mean, like in fairness to him, like he has had some oh, decent enough roles, you know. But yeah, when you consider there's been actors who haven't received an Oscar for a long time and for many roles uh, that they probably should have should have done. One, yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal is one that I can think yeah, of. I reckon yeah. he he blows Jared Leto out of the water, especially oh, yeah, in Nightcrawler. Yeah, yeah. He mm-hmm. should have won an Oscar for that. Yeah, I can understand what you're saying. Um, yeah, I just, I just, yeah, I picked Vanek Group just because I like it's. I love it as a film anyway. I think it's it's criminally underrated. It doesn't get talked about very much, hmm. and I I really like in general that idea. Like I said before, like the long night of you stay with these characters, you don't cut away, so you get a real sense of the prolonged dread and tension that they go through it stretches it out into a nice tight 90 minutes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i've not seen it in a while you know i did i remember really <coughs> enjoying it yeah I, I think it was a bit of one like that for me where i hadn't really heard about it before i think at uni they showed us the re- the long take and obviously it uses cgi but where it it, fo- it goes from the window that the criminals are first looking in they then go around the back but rather than cutting it follows them and does a big sweeping mm. shot like through the keyhole and finds them I'm yeah, like, oh, that's, that's interesting. It looks like something clever about this film. I'll, I'll give that yeah. a look, and I ended up really enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the standout kind of uh, scene from that film, isn't it? That's the first thing I thought of when I, when you mentioned Panic Room. Oh, yeah. that one shot, that one tracking shot. That kind of like it's very very Fincher esque, isn't it? Yeah. It's like the camera just yeah. tracking through the very whole smooth. like set, and yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It it's cool. uh, it's it's cinematography and voyeurism one hundred and one when yeah. you know film studies students are concerned. Yeah. Uh, cool, Christian. Uh, what was your pick? Yeah, someone, My man. Chris, David Fincher. It's all. It's very camera focused, very shot focused, very smooth, and somebody who is very anti the the, the opposite of that. I wonder if is that Christian's choice. Hmm. Um, I thought well, you were just completely ignoring me then, Ben. I was like totally thrown. It's like Ben. I set. I set. I set my man up. I set him up, bro. Uh, well, I'm, uh, I'm going to set myself up a bit more. You know. I could, I could have, I could have brought this entire thing crumbling down, you know. I, I could have thrown in a jokey film, just completely derail everything. I could have mentioned the Cat in the Hat. I could have mentioned Drake and Josh go Hollywood. <laughs> I could have even mentioned Jingle All the Way. But I I'm, was legit. I was going to say that, but it's not technically one day. Yeah, technically not technically. Speaking. Not just. It's just I was going. Um, I checked. But no, uh, as my background might have given away to people who've seen the film, uh, I want to talk about Clerks. <laughs> um, uh, absolute uh, 90s classic by uh, uh, Kevin Smith. Uh, you know, I know a lot of people who've seen this film. It's 
literally just uh, the story of two, uh, well, one mainly, but two uh, sort of quick stop grocery store clerks. Uh, one one works in the uh, video store next door, and it's just about a, a day in their life working behind the counter. Um, <laughs> not doing any work. Yeah, not doing what they're meant to. <laughs> it's uh, uh, relatable. Yeah, yeah. You'd, you'd really like it, James, you know. Yeah, it's, uh, it's on my list to give a look at some point. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's got a very sort of loose plot because it is just like a, a sort of a day in the life movie rather than, um, you know, a, a plot central movie. But yeah, it's, it's more character driven. Yeah, it's it's super quotable. Um, it, it's got some it, it's got some great dialogue. Um, just because everything feels. It feels like super over the top, eloquently written, but it's all eloquently written in sort of conversations that people would have. Like, I don't want to spoil yeah. any of the any of the conversation, but there's a huge section of the film. Well, not, not a huge section, but there's a, there's an entire scene where they just spend the whole time talking about um, the Death Star two in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, <laughs> and it's oh, it's so good. It might be it's like, like a sort of slice of life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's potentially okay. the first, like the first real film to take the geek and the movie nerd and to portray him not as a parody or as a joke and as quite real. Like I've, I could have, you know, if Kevin Smith turned around and said, "Oh, the dialogue in this film is just a conversation I had with my friends," you go, "Yeah, probably," because it's just really well written and really naturalistic. Um, oh, that sounds yeah. sick. Yeah, yeah, I mean, my yeah. That, that you know the characters in the film. Um, I know people who remind me of Dante Hicks. I know people who remind me of Randall Park. It's like it's so telling of what it's like to work in retail. Yeah, you like, can just, tell he just, actually did it. He yeah, actually just worked in the shop. Some of the yeah. cust- some of the stuff the customers ask them over the film. It's like that. You know, Kevin Smith <laughs> has clearly been asked that before and has written this based yeah. on true events. Yeah. And it was the, the start of Jane, Silent Bob as well. The icons, oh yeah, still going strong today. Yeah, it's great, man. I was I wondered, mean, I wondered, Christian, if you were going to say another Kevin Smith film took place over a day as well. I was going to say, I was just about to say, I could have also brought up Mall Rats, the film that came just after Clerks, which is also a film takes place over a day, and sort of cements Kevin Smith as this sort of super nerdy uh, sort of director who has super nerdy characters uh, and is more character driven than plot driven like he writes really good characters around loose plots yeah um, but, he, yeah. those two films especially kind of established him as like the cult nerd figurehead that people could yeah, like yeah. prop him on and be like oh it's this this guy made these for us you know, hmm. in that time when the before the geeks inherited the earth, kind of where yeah. we're at now, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's it's great to go back and watch them. The conversation they have are great as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shall I yeah. talk about my film? Go on, oh, Ben. Oh yeah. Why so, not? If you must. Think. <laughs> I thought I thought I'd go last, and I was sat here. Every time one of you spoke, I was like holding my fingers, like I hope they don't say it, because I I believe <laughs> I've picked the most famous quintessential 
over one day. I Phil. think I might know what you're going to pick. It's. I'm amazed nobody said it. I know Danny privately said he thinks he's he's going to guess what I said, but obviously mm. I'm going to go with Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, <laughs> not what I thought. Uh, okay, okay. Obviously, okay. it's the film for the day. It is. It's, <laughs> it's the most. Yeah. It's obviously, obviously Ferris Bueller. If you're talking about a film set over one day. This is the film. It's the one. It opens up with him waking up, you know, trying to get the parents out of the way, and then his day begins because he just fancy. How can you go to school on a day on, with weather like this on a day like today? You know, <laughs> it's just great. You thought I'm not going to go to school today. I'm going to have the best day ever and treat my friend and girlfriend to a, a glorious day out. We're going to go to lots of fun, and it's great. Has anybody not seen it? I have, but. I watched it for the first time last year, maybe, and I wasn't a massive fan. I'll be honest. I no, no, I can see why some people enjoyed it, but I think for me, it's that kind of thing of like if you watch it as a kid, you get that childhood wonder and enjoyment out of it. It's like, wow, that's so cool! Like the idea. Oh, I'd love to skip school, but as a man who's not been to school in years, I was like, okay, the idea of skipping school is not that exciting anymore. And (laughs) I think my problem is I just. He's not bad in it, but I will never buy Matthew Broderick as the cool guy that everyone looks up to. He's like, oh my god, he's so awesome. No, he's not. He's Matthew Broderick. He's Inspector Gadget. Like, Which is cool. I just, he's I cool. Just yeah. don't, well, I, mean, I mean, but he's not like the cool guy at school. I just didn't buy that from him, which I think was a bit of a shame. And it, It's good. It's got like some nice iconic scenes. And I, th- I think for me, that's what I would argue, that it's more iconic than it is good. But I... Hmm. Can, I think John Hughes captures that age so perfectly mm. in another film that happens to be set in one day, The Breakfast Club. Yeah, yeah. Like that's yeah. another one that we don't need to fully discuss or we can if we want to. But yeah, I just like particularly having seen those two films, I'm like, he really understands how to write teenagers and like the school, ch- not school child, but like high school. Yeah. He captures that better than anyone else I've ever seen. Yeah. Ben, what, Ben, did you watch it like when you were growing up or have you watched it? recently i was about <clears throat> like 16 17 maybe 17 16 okay so i suppose it kind of had still had that, a little bit of that resonance of uh you know oh Youth. i'm taking a cheeky day off school mm. but, yeah you know I've, i could be ferris Bueller. i've gone back and watched it since and james is wrong you know it's great okay <laughs> I, I don't think it's bad <laughs> this is my thing i think it's it's there's maybe some nostalgia goggles that heighten how good it is we'll have to maybe. uh watch it in another show we might do Ooh, <laughs> yeah it'd be a good we'll one to, for uh, it would be a good one for timeless or trash, actually. and debate because and discuss yeah i i haven't actually seen ferris oh my god <laughs> i've not seen it at all so yeah 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 we'll see we'll Interesting. see we'll see if it really is good because you know it's my opinion my opinion is the correct yes one. yes so whatever <laughs> i decide it's, <laughs> it's, it's another one of those yeah. films where like, I don't know. Um, like more than Clerks, it does have a plot, but it's it, you know it's more based on situations and characters. Like at each each sort of event that um, Ferris and his mate and girlfriend like get into. Cameron. Cameron. <laughs> I haven't seen it since I was. I think I, I think I watched it when I was fourteen, and I haven't seen it since then. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember his name's Ferris because it's in the title. 
no. Yeah, it's well, yeah, it's there. like you, you could separate them and they could all look like you know they I'm stumbling over my own words here. I don't even know what I'm trying to say anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying like it's, it's a series of events strung together that sort of epitomise the sort of wild '80s delusions and fantasies of that sort of like high school era. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, um, well, like, so, like, they go. Uh, it's not a spoiler. They they go watch a baseball game. and Ferris catches the ball. Yeah, yeah. the odds yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's that perfect day like if it's you could bunk day. off and everything yeah. goes perfect yeah, yeah that, it, it's like i i actually uh read an article recently where someone had uh worked out how long the day would have had to have been for them to fit all of this in mm. and i'm pretty sure they said it must have been like uh you know in conclusion it must have been like a rare 27 hour day because <laughs> <laughs> there's physically no way they could have fit all this in with travel between areas you know yeah Ferris would have found a way he's great like that he sorts you all out <laughs> he gets you out of summer school he'll sort you out <laughs> yeah yeah he's so cool he can actually bend space time to his will yeah. and change the, the amount of hours in a day. He's going to give his That's eyes to Stevie here. Wonder. <laughs> He's going <laughs> to. Oh, wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll get the rest of some time, Can I yeah, yeah. quickly oh, bring okay. up another film to put it out there so that people know Go about it. it? Another film. I'm pretty sure it's set during one day. The mm-hmm. brilliant, fantastic film, The Raid, is set, oh, set okay. during one Good day. Pick. One really bad, <laughs> violent day. <laughs> yeah. That is, I think yeah. it begins, it begins good, with the main character waking up. I think Rammer's his name. Begins with him waking up and doing his morning workout. And then he, yeah, their plan is to, <laughs> him and the SWAT team are going, in, going into this big off, uh, flat block, this tall building, to go and get the drug, like Kingpin, out of the, go, go and get him out of there. And they all know martial arts, or some of them, like, like of course, like quite a lot of them, at least anyway, know martial arts, or they, they've all got guns and things like that, something like that as well. So it's really great, Indonesian <laughs> film, amazing choreography and the martial. I can't, I can't remember what it, the, the the fighting style they use. I can't remember what it was called now, but it was brilliant. I I, I watched yeah. it when I was about fifteen, and uh, you know. Uh, young kid into action movies and you watch this and i don't want to spoil things but it's just like i just thought it was amazing and yeah that's that's one yeah. one it's like what a bad day he kind of has hmm. <laughs> has to go through we've all picked quite not you know i don't none of these are like indie films that no one's ever heard of but like you know i'll be honest i thought at least someone else would pick some of the classics like breakfast club like we mentioned earlier that's a very classic so good film that- set in one day Obviously, when you know this sort of comes up, this sort of stuff comes up, the first one that I think a lot of people go to, Die Hard, great film that's all set in one day. Mm-hmm. Um, when you were saying Ben, yours was a bit left field, and you weren't sure if people were going to get this. Here's one that I was kind of tempted to pick, but I wasn't sure if someone Ben might <laughs> say, "Oh, that film doesn't count." Groundhog Day. Well, oh, I yes, because that I is was yeah. kind of all set in one day. Yeah, I mean, I was sure. I, I would argue because he's like, isn't yeah. he there? The equivalent of years, you could argue. Yeah. 
But is I that mean, it I, is one yeah. day? Um, so I mean, it's an iffy one. Yeah, thing. that's kind of like that. That that does count. I'd say that does count <coughs> because it's 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 bending the rules very slightly. But you can't. I mean, it's literally called Groundhog mm. Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I can I wow, quickly throw out season. one? Danny oh, wow. might have watched. I don't know if Christian's seen it. it. James hasn't seen it. <laughs> it's just to talk about a film by Joel Schumacher that's actually like good because he he was a good director and he's just been bogged <laughs> down by Batman. I'm pretty sure it's One Day Falling Down. Has anybody seen Falling Down? Oh, I, I haven't. Yeah, I have. Seen, I haven't actually I have seen, seen Falling Down. down. Uh, so many years ago, it's Michael Douglas James, and he's just like it's like him in traffic at the start of his day and he's just like a generic office worker and he just has had enough (laughs) and it kind of just escalates from there his stress he might get a better weapon as he goes along the day (laughs) to kind of who he meets and who he gets involved with it kind of escalates i I have uh i have seen the scene uh without giving too much away i have seen the scene uh, that you might be referring to, where with with the pipe, uh, is the, it with the a, building site. Yes, well, there's there's a few scenes like that. But yeah. So, oh, okay. Yeah. There's a few memeable moments yeah. in there, yeah. isn't there? One, one including a uh, fast food. Yes, yes, um, the counter. Yeah. Place. Yeah, fast food restaurant. <laughs> yeah, I think it's especially because um, now, since because we work for a living, it's a very relatable film. What we? Well, we used to before. 2020 yeah. uh, it's before. quite it's quite a relatable film because everybody just kind of wants to do what he does maybe mm. <laughs> or has kind of had enough <laughs> that's people. it yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, it's definitely yeah. got that aspect to it i think it? robert duvall's in it as well and it's like yeah it's a joel schumacher film that's actually really great and it's worth it's worth um, people's watch it's a little recommendation um, if we've got a bit of time there is one more classic that was it, it, it was my main contender with clerk so which one i was going to bring uh, voice crack for which one I was <laughs> going to bring up. Um, <laughs> Go on. So, uh, you know, I, I was like, oh, I'll choose Clerks, you know, 90s people have seen it. But Doctor Strangelove. Yeah, is that what? Is that? Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Doctor Strangelove, uh, or its full title, Doctor Strangelove, uh, or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. Yeah, yeah. I always forget what order the words go in, but yeah, uh, absolutely amazing. Like, it's my favourite Stanley Kubrick film. Um, mind too, I think. by far um it's so ridiculously like it's the basic premise is it's just like a, a it started off as a drama it sort of came off as a comedy a warning people about the sort of impact of nuclear weapons and sort of taking the taking the mick out of the cold war a bit uh, or a lot <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, it has possibly one of my favourite film lines of all time, of gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's got the it's, brilliant Peter Sellers in it and George C. Scott. Yeah. So good. Awesome. Speaking of her films that spawned absolutely classic quotes, one that I almost considered because this is an app, like this is a film that I watched when I was quite young. It's old, but it's still so good and so funny. Airplane. Is that one yeah. day? It's Airplane technically one day. Technically, yeah. one day. <laughs> it's technically like a few hours. So good, man. Leslie Nielsen, like, yeah. I think that was like one of his first sort of big things, right? Well, I don't know. He so. was in. He was like a serious actor. Like he was in Forbidden Planet. Yeah, right. he was in Forbidden Planet. 
Um, you know him from his spoofs. Yeah, and then they put it, they put him in spoofs because he was, I think, known for being serious. Yeah, that's why he cause that's why he plays it straight because he was uh, a straight laced actor. Okay. That's why I think that's why they did it. He's playing against type, but it's then it became his type. <laughs> I mean, he's the king of spoof, like yeah. undeniably. Right then, on to the last section of the podcast, which is the dessert section. Oh, love so, dessert. <laughs> with it, <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> Um, so for this, it kind of it's going to tie in a little bit to the previous discussion we've had about one day and what films are good, what films that take over the place of one day are good, but with a little bit of a twist. So this time around, we're going to discuss about what film worlds we would like to go into physically for one day, and the rules are. That it's just you who goes into this film world. You don't take any of the special powers or whatever it may be that might be associated to to this world. You just jump into that film and you get to spend a whole day in the presence of that environment, if you will. Does everyone understand that? Yes. Yeah, I think so. We all understand that. I think I explained it. So, who would like to go first? In this section, I'll go first because I want to make sure I get it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't want to take my answer. Okay, Ben, take it away. What? Where would you like to go? What film would you like to start? I would like. I think. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Great. Start start to this section. I'll go first. (laughs) I had a few, but I'll I'll choose this one. I would like to go to the year two thousand and fifteen. Oh, in the film Avengers Age of Ultron. Yes. <laughs> I would like to go to 2015 in Back to the Future Part 2, please. I'd like to go there ah, for my day. Ah, interesting. I'd like to have my hover car. I'd like to go on my hoverboard. I'd like to go watch all 19 Jawses. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to take some shoes that have self-tying laces, wear my jacket, that is all size, fits all size adjusting. That for me is a small person. <laughs> a smaller man would be really great. Self dries living in the UK. It would be really handy to have a drying jacket. And then I was watching clips of the film today. Like they've got like, instead of a key for your front door, it's a scanner on the door. And I was like, oh, that's great. <laughs> I love We're that. We're probably not that far away from that. <laughs> yeah. And there's a, like, there's a bit where old man Biff pays for his taxi and he scans, he pays for it with his thumb. I was like, that's not far off. That's like five years away. That's Uber. <laughs> yeah, that's not too far off. It's like it's clo- it's quite close to our world, but the novelty of checking out this, what did the eighties think was a fun future? Yeah. Uh, I would quite like to enjoy. Obviously, there's loads of other worlds I'd like to go to that I I think other people might say I don't know, but I thought it's it's a bit of a different one just in case other people said stuff. I thought it'd be quite fun to go to and hang out, go to the cafe eighties, you know. You know all, all that stuff, and I think it'd be really fun. See, Just chill out. Enough, chill out. Good. I was also thinking Back to the Future, but not for the reason you were. Mine was got a time machine. So when you get to the end of the day, just go back to the start of the day and do it all again. Oh, so, so you're not, there for you, as long as you want. You can go question. to any time in history right. for as long as you want because okay. you know when you get to twenty three fifty nine, go back to 
the uh, the first minute of the day. Wait, you've not. You so your pick is system, you're, you're Danny. You're picking a non-answer. You're cheating. Your pick is <laughs> the time machine because you can just go to any Damn, you might time well in pick, history. You might as well pick Doctor Who because then you've got all the space and time. Um, that's not a film. <laughs> it is illegal. film. Doctor mm. Who is a film. Thank you. Okay, there you go. <laughs> came Doctor out, Who came out in 1996. Yeah, it's more of a TV show. It, it is a film. Is it not a film? It, it was is a it film. Not? It is. I, yeah, is it not? I don't it's not a good film. Held in pretty high Thank regard you. by anyone. Doesn't matter the quality. <laughs> it's the it's the world. You should have just said Doctor Who, mate. Yeah, but, Give a real answer, James. But you're in the world of the Doctor. Uh, all right, we'll come back to me and I'll think of a real answer. <laughs> Let's come back to James. Go on, Christian. Uh, Cr- Christian. Um. See, I thought about this, um, and I wasn't sure, like, the, the one rule I wasn't sure on was, would I get dumped into this world randomly, or would I be able to choose where I get dumped, and then I can go wander from and explore from there? Um, oh, as in, do you no, mean let's like, say, let's the, say... the, 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 the geographical? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I I let's took say that you as, can just choose. Yeah, let's see. we don't want to come. We don't want to overcomplicate okay. this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's say let let's say you can just choose where the hell. Like you in my mind, world. I went to Hill Valley, not yeah. Manchester in their 2015. <laughs> Although that would be interesting. <laughs> Although Manchester that in that in, in that world, England in that world, <laughs> yeah. quite interesting. You know, I, no, one's you got, know. no one's got their tie up train <laughs> the inside out pants. I I was you know I was just you know I'm I'm. I'll put it out there. Someone's got to say it. I'm going to choose the boring answer of Star Wars. Because, you know, uh, yeah. someone's got to do it. Someone's going to say um, it. Yeah. But, you know, I didn't want to choose Star Wars if I was just going to get dumped in the middle of a desert on a random planet and <laughs> with no no ship, no ability to fly. And just be like, right, right well, I've just, just the... got to spend 24 hours wandering around now. Running from a dragon. <laughs> or, just... <laughs> or just in the middle of the vacuum of space. Yeah, just, just get dropped, dropped in straight in and immediately asphyxiate. Yeah. Just dropped just dropped on Tatooine and it's like cool, I get to spend twenty four hours as a moisture farmer. I get to do all those great things like drink blue milk and uh... Nope, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. <laughs> so let me ask you, Christian, what era of Star Wars and maybe what planet are you are you are you picking? Um, that's a good question. Well, I wouldn't want to go. You know, I wouldn't want to go there during the height of one of the wars because that would be very bad for me, <laughs> who has no particular skills that would help me fight a war. So you know, um, I I you know I wrote down Kashyyyk. You know, go uh, to Kashyyyk yes. during, during a, a more peaceful era going home. when the Wookiees aren't slaves. <laughs> exactly, go home. Meet the, meet the long-lost family. Um, I, I was like, I'd, you know, I'd love to hang out with the Wookiees. Uh, I wouldn't mind going to Endor. Uh, mainly uh, because, me, you know, yeah. after watching the films, I can go into this universe with the knowledge of what would make me a king of the Ewoks. <laughs> be gold yeah <laughs> <laughs> be a golden robot I mean, they, they, they deemed him a, a king because Luke made him float and they thought he was kingly because he could fly didn't they no 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 they started worshipping as soon as he pops up they were about to stab them all and okay. then C-3PO sits up and they all go oh <gasps> yes in the, in the and then they I just outed myself <laughs> yeah wow fake oh fan. yeah that's true no they start panicking and thinking that That's there's true. magic going on when Luke makes yeah. him fly. They might eat you though, Christian. They might eat you uh, if you don't show you don't show your kingly powers. That's very true. Um, 
I, I do I do have no way of conversing with them. So, you know, maybe maybe, maybe not Endor specifically, but <laughs> I was leaning more towards Kashyyyk. You know, Wookiees seem a bit more accepting. I don't have to be kingly to go yeah. hang out with them. The, the Ewoks are a, a violent, violent oh, yeah, yeah. people. Yeah, they, vicious. They've got a nasty, vicious, they've got a nasty, vicious look in their eye. I yeah. think they probably see you and throw one of those grenades at you that, they, that, that they're using Battlefront 2. They were going to eat and them. They were going to eat humans. That, you know, Straight up, going to just straight away, them. no ask questions asked, cook them over a spit, cook them alive. Yeah. I mean, Clothes on as well. Like, just... Yeah, exactly. Is that the real problem you've got with it, Ben? Because well, the meat would get, like, <laughs> tampered with... <laughs> You weren't even naked. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, you know, it's like, it's like eating a quality street with the wrapper on. It's just not yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It'd That's be really such a great comparison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely right. It's just wrong. <laughs> but uh, Danny, our hostess with the mostest, we've still not heard from you. Yeah, that's that's true. You have not heard from me yet. So what what would I what would I pick? Maybe it's a predictable pick for me. I don't know. I don't know. But I would like to go back in time as well, but only one year. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just, just in general. In fact, uh, yeah. In fact, less than a year. It was more like, oh, in fact, we're in November, aren't we? So it's back a year. It is back one, one year. Yeah, yeah. To November. You're gonna go to, to Los Angeles, mate. I'm gonna go to Los Angeles. <laughs> November 2019. Not this world's version of 2019. Oh, no. Uh, but the Blade yeah. Runner uh, version of uh, reality. I would go there. I would... Um, I think I'd probably go there and just wander about and basically just see what I could see. Try and, like, just take in the vibe and just enjoy it all just for the day. Just walk about. I quite like walking around anyway. I quite <laughs> like just walking about Manchester and just kind of people-watching and you know taking in the atmosphere so i think that's what i'd do i'd go to the blade runner universe and uh, just walk around and see how cool it really is wearing a coat because from wearing a long <laughs> a trench, trench coat, coat. he's gonna and get obviously rain I'd have to... yeah there'd be a lot of rain i'd take my brolly obviously one of those <laughs> amazing <laughs> one of those light up brollies that they have in uh, Blazer and that by the way you can actually buy you can buy oh. those like with the the, the brollies that the the stem light actually lights the up the future That's is now cool. we are here <laughs> yeah so I don't, I I don't think, know, yeah. it's quite a grim place. <laughs> it is grim, yeah, but that's exactly why I go there. Oh, no, I, mean... <laughs> I was wondering, Danny, if you were going to say uh, you're gonna say Star Trek. No. <laughs> just no. No. Just, just no. Because really, where could I go in Star other than the Enterprise? I mean, that would be cool, but mm. uh, I don't think it would be as cool as the Blade Runner universe. Yeah. Like I, I, I would go I would go to that like little market store that does that ramen. I'd just hang out there. I'd just take in the you know, I'd soak in the neon the neon lights. Yeah. I'd just kind of go you know, to the observe. weird like strip club place. No, absolutely not. <laughs> That's what you do. <laughs> so you'd be straight there. Wait. <laughs> yeah. So uh I have got a more real answer, if you'd like to hear it, Ben. I would like to spend 24 hours in the Spy Kids universe, <laughs> specifically from the first film, 
in that safe house where they've just got all the gadgets, but more importantly, they've got all those like little packets that you just pop in the uh, microwave. Oh my god! Ding it, and then it just comes with a full McDonald's meal. I'm like, that's sick. Well, who wouldn't want that technology? So that's they have that. In, they have that in my universe. Just saying, she puts the pizza in the microwave, and it inst- yeah, it's, it's instantly though, done. Is it? It's not McDonald's. We have that. It was Pizza Hut. To be yeah, fair, they better have Hut. instant yeah, mackies. Yeah, man, I would just go for 24 hours to that little safe house, stock up and grab mm-hmm. every packet they've got, take a couple jetpacks home with me, be sick. <laughs> I mean... I just spent 24 hours eating McDonald's. And, yeah. In, just... in that scenario, like, you're turning up at the spy kids' safe house at 24, robbing children and leaving. I'm okay with it. <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah. I'm not above rubbing food for then, children. Because yeah, then, James, when you get back to the house, you can actually go and watch Floops Flugies. You can actually watch the show. Exactly. You go and watch the show and see what the deal is with all those poor agents that and have I'd been go captured. Find Danny Trejo, hang out with him. It'd be great. Oh, yeah, in his <laughs> shop. Yeah, yeah. Could I say the 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 correct answer? Uh, because I know we were like a film podcast, but James and Christian will appreciate this. The right answer is Futurama. Yes. I mean, that's the correct answer. That's the world you want to go to. I'm not going to pretend it didn't cross my mind. Yeah, that's the correct answer. Just like to say the 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 travel, the the ease of travel through the pipes. Um, I am (laughs) shit. That's why you've been ignoring me. You've been swearing your tits off, haven't you? Just like in in anger. (laughs) (laughs) You're muted, mate. I've been saying some gold as well, <laughs> basically, which amounted to basically me saying we've gone from Blade Runner, possibly the most influential uh, cinematic universe, beautiful visuals, you know, so much creativity and thought, and it's just amazing to spy kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, why not? <laughs> uh, well, the Spy Kids trilogy, where's uh, the Blade Runner trilogy? Checkmate, Danny. Checkmate. Oh, it's four Spy Kids films. I hereby <laughs> resign <laughs> my <laughs> How the hell did I mute myself there? James, please work your editing magic. So yeah, sorry, I was going to say, we'll record I look, end, Don't so. look so stupid. So what, were you happy with me <laughs> saying so uh, future armor, Danny? Are you okay with that? Yeah, that's what you, you may have seen me just gesticulating and trying yes. to jump, jump in but being muted. No, I said, uh, you know, good pick, but, but would you have to be converted into some sort of cartoon? To actually go, it would, yeah. would that not be a painful process? Nah, so nah. you would be a Ben cartoon version. Yeah, right. If you turned up as a, as a fully fledged three dimensional human being, you might they might have they, they might have something to say. about I imagine that. I'd turn cartoon. I'd be me, but a an artistic impression of what Ben uh, looks like. Like Nibbler. I look like Nibbler. That's what I kind of look like. For, for, for audio listeners, that's what I look like. <laughs> It'd be so good. If you try and be the best. I think, yeah, I think you might be right. That is the correct is answer. the though. answer. I, Thank you, guys. And on that note, see you later. I, I'm uh, I'm off. Well then, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think... <laughs> Mic drop. Well, guys, um, I think um, that brings us to the end of our podcast. Would you yeah, agree? I think, yeah, yeah, I think that's a very yeah. nice place to wrap it up. We're some... not getting better than Futurama. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, well, let's end on, on a high, the high there. Yeah, I had a couple others written down. Uh, they're not as good as Futurama, so... Go on, chuck them in. Oh, I, I, I mean, the other one I had was, you know, fairly other, you know, safe answer like Star Wars. Say, just say Lord of the Rings. I, I, again, I wanted to make sure before I said it that I wasn't just going to be dumped in somewhere random. I'd hate to just yeah. pop up in an orc camp in the middle of Mordor and spend yeah. the first 10 minutes being torn apart. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but you'd spend a day surrounded by people who have no deodorant and pissing apart. Yeah. Like, 
my family. Yeah, we live in Manchester. Yeah, we. You know, they'd be like me. Yeah, it'd be great. Can I can I say a quick couple as well? I know I just spoke a bit. I need to throw, oh, some, I need to throw some more in. Ben. <laughs> yeah, I got two yeah, more. Go on. One, go one on, of them, Daniel like, and the the other one, no, okay. uh, Christian James will like. I would partly go to the Jingle All the Way world just to get just to get the doll, just to get the Turbo Man figure. But ben, haven't you seen the film? It's not that easy. <laughs> I would find a way to get a copy because as a kid, I always wanted one. And if I could take a guest, I'd take Danny, and me and Danny would go to the town of Twin Peaks, firewalk with me, and we'll go have some lovely cherry pie and some coffee. We'll hang out at the cafe together, Danny. Oh my God! You sold me right there. <laughs> Good Lord, you've got you you got it back. You got it back. What can I say? That's what I do. Boys. That's what I do. I'm up for that. I'm well up for that. <laughs> right. Okay. So, I think that is the end. Now we have ended the podcast, and uh, I'm quite happy with that. Yeah, yeah it's right. been it's been real. <laughs> it's yeah, been yeah. real. That was great. Thanks everyone it's for listening. Good. It was really good. Yeah. So. Hopefully everyone else is listen, uh, has in, everyone else listening has enjoyed the mm. podcast. If so, please subscribe to the channel. And uh, on that note, <laughs> thanks everybody. Goodbye, Cheers. goodbye from goodbye. me, goodbye. and goodbye from everyone else. See you later. <laughs> Bye.